Hey friends, welcome to Candid Faith. My name is Shelby and I am your host for today. Here we share relatable, real, and relevant topics for the everyday Christian woman. I am so very excited to introduce today's guest because she has been on Candid Faith before. Today we are talking to one of my best friends, Megan Johnson. She was actually on um, episode one, season one. The first time Megan was on Candid Faith, we talked about how to make godly friendships, and I absolutely loved that conversation. I actually recommend it to pretty much everybody I talk to about my podcast because uh, Megan and I really relate and connected over making godly friends and you know learning how to steward good friendships in our life. So now I get to bring her back onto the podcast to talk about something else we really, really connect over. And that is church shopping. I don't know if anyone else calls it church shopping, but I certainly do. Church shopping is basically exactly what it sounds like. We are shopping for a church, whether we've never been to church before or we feel called to maybe move on to a different church. We're talking about what happens when we feel like God is calling us to step out of our comfort zone and maybe find new community. I know that can feel really, really scary, especially when we've been in the same church for pretty much our entire lives. But Megan and I both know what it's like to go out and find a new church. We know that it can be really scary and it can be a source of anxiety, especially when we just don't know what we're gonna find out there. We're talking about what it's like when we finally find fellowship and how important that is to our faith. And we're talking about why it's so important to obey God when he does call you into a new season or when he calls you outside of your comfort zone. Megan and I had so much fun recording this episode and I am sure that you'll be able to hear that. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Megan. Hey friends, I am here with my bestie, Megan. She was on the episode, um, episode one actually, of the podcast, which is crazy. That was like last wow. year sometime. Feels like so long ago. It was so long ago. <laughs> we oh are gosh. back with better equipment and <laughs> more <laughs> preparation. So <laughs> yes. Yeah. And full bellies because we just got back from brunch. So oh. good to go. <laughs> Very much full bellies. So this is going to be kind of uh, a less formal, not that any episode of mine is really formal, but um, definitely a less formal episode than usual because we're sitting on the couch cross-legged and comfy. Yeah. And my dog is having a great time in the the background playing with her toys. Prancing around with her little wiener dog self. (laughs) Yes. So today we are talking about... Something Megan and I have both experienced, I think, several times in our life, and that is finding a church home. And not just a church home, but also church people and like church community and thing like things like that. So um, for those of you who, who haven't listened to the first episode, let's get to know Megan a little bit. Um, just go ahead and tell us about yourself. <laughs> All right. My name is Megan. Um, I have a husband. We just got married in September. I have a little fur baby. Her name is Ella. And I like to go to Disney for fun. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) Yes, you do. Um, Yeah, I have been growing in my faith over the past year. Um, Ever since I really met Shelby, my faith has grown a lot. But yeah, I'm really excited for this episode, and I'm excited to see where our conversation goes. Me 
too. I like, I really wish I could do all episodes like this where we're just sitting on the couch together. Yeah. Because obviously all of the guests I've had have been like all over the country and things like that. So it'd be nice if we could all just get together and just have like a literal girls night, like do brunch and then do the podcast. (laughs) Yes. Conversation face to face. Yes. So like I said, we are talking about church and how to find a good church and a church community. Um, places to fellowship and things like that because like I said Megan and I have both have been on like we have a very similar walk within the church um with the same story about kind of going to smaller churches that don't have small groups um to finding larger churches which I think a lot of people are afraid of I know I was really afraid to go to a bigger church because I came from a very very small church so um Megan we'll just kind of start with your experience first so kind of like when you first started going to church what was that experience like and um like where did you where were you before you found the church that you're at now yeah so i went to church when i was a lot younger um we were kind of the go to church on sundays and that's really it um that was when i was younger um I was saved a couple years ago um, after I met my husband, now husband, then boyfriend, obviously. Um, And I started going to his church, which was a small um, Baptist church, but he grew up in that church. He had um, friends and family, and um, that church was really close to him. Um, So we have been going to that church ever since ever since I can remember for what five years now um and a while back I just felt like God was putting it on my heart that I needed a new church um at least myself I knew that Ben was happy um where we were at but I I don't know I just felt it on my heart and I felt like my identity in that church was as Ben's wife or Ben's girlfriend um, rather than Megan and, you know, me, myself, and I, which I was okay with that. I have gained friends in that church and um, mentors, and I my heart will be with that church um but i just felt like i wasn't growing in my faith as much as i would have hoped i was feeling lonely and feeling like i needed fellowship um and so i kind of took a leap of faith and i went with shelby while she was church shopping (laughs) um which we'll talk about later but um i went with her to the her church that she now goes to which was a larger church and i loved it it was like the best day of my life <laughs> i was crying i know i, know. <laughs> I it was just awesome and i felt like it was god showing me that this was the environment that i was meant to be in it was a bigger church um there were more people my age there which is what i was um really looking for and so we we went together a couple times but it was hard driving an hour um to go to church so i kind of 
took that leap of faith and I reached out to a couple churches near me that were more of the um, larger, larger churches. And we found the vineyard and we've been going there ever since. We love it. Um, We've been going there for two months now and I've had seasons of doubt and I've had seasons of just feeling blessed. Um, But that's pretty much, long story short, (laughs) my my journey from just going, just being a Sunday church goer, um, which there's nothing nothing wrong with that. I mean, as long as you're um, having that relationship with God. Um, But Sunday church goer, when I was younger, to meeting my husband and going to his church for a while and then kind of finding my new identity and our, my husband and I's new identity here at um, the vineyard that we're going to now. Yeah. So I think some people, I know I was like this because I went to a really big church where I'm from, but we only went a couple times. And in that couple times, a big church meant to me that nobody knows you Mm -hmm. it just means that you get to so it's kind of like I was on both ends of the spectrum my first church I ever started going to as a college student as like a saved individual um was very small and so everybody knew you everybody wanted to know what was going on and not in like a nosy way in my case it wasn't nosy um they were just older ladies who wanted to know like what your life was like and how they can pray for you mm-hmm. so it was either you went to a big church where nobody knows you or you go to a very small church that is like its own little community and so when i started going to the church i'm at now i got like a taste of both sides where it is a big church and you're not going to know everybody but also there are so many small groups where you you know your little community within the church basically Mm -hmm. and so when I started going like my first church I ever started going to like when I was saved it was like the size of a living room it was so small and very personal and I loved that and then when that church was gone um we or I started looking at other churches and kind of like every single church I went to after that small one was a little bit bigger than the next one (laughs) or than the last one so and that you know I ended up here where there is I don't know like I mean thousands of people that go to the church I'm at now but then you know there's also those small groups that make the church feel like home you know so that's really awesome um what did you feel like when so when you first had the thought that it was time, <laughs> my dog just came up to me for a kiss. Literally snout right into snout nose. into my mouth. <laughs> she inserted her face into my face. <laughs> it's fine. Um, when you when you first realized, so I know you you know you said when you came to my church, you kind of realized that things could be different. Things didn't have to be the way that they had always been. Uh, at your husband's church now or before so like when you first had the the calling on your heart that maybe you should venture out and try a new church like did you think about it for a while before you vocalized it or did you feel guilty for leaving the church because I feel like maybe there are some of us listening who just don't have a church at all and we'll talk about how to find a church later but for those of you who feel like maybe you've just outgrown your church like that can be really hard and I think guilt can really be associated with that so like kind of what did you feel in that during that time yeah it was 
it was really rough honestly it was a lot of prayer it was a lot of conversations between my husband and I because for me I mean I didn't grow up in that church I had relationships with people but um, not the kind of relationships that my husband had it was really hard and it was a lot of my husband trusting me in the process because he and supporting me um, which you know it took a lot of trust and a lot of support for us to make this decision and um, move to another church um, but like I said it was a lot of prayer and I did feel guilty I felt guilty um, I felt like I was taking Ben from the church that he grew up in and the church that his family goes to and um, I felt like it was selfish of me I just had a lot of negative thoughts um, that were going through my head and ever since I've been going to this new church I've had thoughts of did I make the wrong decision? Um, like when we hang out with people from the old church and we have those relationships um, that have kind of um, not not gone away, but just we don't see them as often anymore. I feel guilty. Um, but then I think about how God has blessed me with this new church. So um, it's a lot of mixed feelings. Um, I love my husband so much that he was able to do this with me and he loves this new church as well. Um, so it was definitely something um, kind of uh, guided by me, but he he's benefited from it as well. And um, we still try to go to the old church, you know, every once in a while just to see everybody. and. Um, we try to stay connected to those people because it's hard when you, especially for Ben, when you grow up in a church and you have those people who are like family, um, it's been hard for him, which has been hard for me. Um, but I think overall, as we grow in our relationship with God through this new church, I think God just continually keeps showing me that it was the right decision and that we're where we need to be. Yeah, there is something really awesome about starting fresh mm-hmm. somewhere. And it's not, like you said, it's not about the fact that you are, like, cutting off the people from before. You're, you're Like, you yeah. still go see them. Obviously, it's hit, part of it is his family. Mm-hmm. But it's not that you just, you know, had a bad experience at your church. And I yeah, think some people no. think that, like, they have to wait for that shoe to drop for them to actually leave the church. And that's not the case. There have been all the churches I have moved on from. I never had a bad experience with my first church closed down the second church I went to um, they we we ended up moving here so we moved like further away and then the third church was another place in like by our home where we just moved from and that one was definitely not a bad experience but it wasn't it still didn't have that community I was really hoping for and so once I realized that what I was actually praying for was called fellowship because I had never really heard that phrase before it was easier for me to like be specific in my prayers and then that's when like the more specific I was about wanting fellowship and wanting friendship and church and like more godly friends that's when I started to notice that that was the direction God was pushing me in and that was really awesome yeah and I know for me like 
switching churches wasn't necessarily intentional because we did move. Um, but I knew from before, I mean, this is my fourth church that I've been to. I think I've had like a variety of experiences from it being very old school, from it being a little bit, um, more like family style, like family oriented, um, which is fine. But like, so like the first church I went to a family owned it. And so it wasn't necessarily old school or new school. They just kind of did not that there's really like a new school Bible or anything like that, but definitely the way things that the way people can preach can be more, um, like in the 21st century rather than maybe sometimes like directly from the Bible. But, um, I think I've had experiences in, in that whole area um, so finding or looking for a church where we're living now was more intentional because I knew that being intentional was important, especially like, I mean, me and you were, our first podcast episode was about friendship and being intentional with choosing friends. And I yeah. think like me and you over the, like before we even knew each other, I think we have been on a journey of being intentional with everything in our life. Mm-hmm. And then it just so happens that like, you know, God brought us together and that was an intentional, like we, you know, we have to work at our friendship because we live far away from each other. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, it's definitely like if we just like with God, if you're not in the word enough, or if you're not like connecting with him, you will lose that relationship and things like that. And that's how mm-hmm. I see the church as well. If you don't feel connected to the people in church, like I think you're, it's more likely that you're going to fall away from the church. Yeah. And I've had that experience as well, where if you, like, I didn't feel super connected to more than two people in my church. And then I just didn't feel like I had a reason to keep going. And that was early on in my faith. But now, obviously, I'm a part of, like, a hundred small groups. And I have, you know, God has expanded my social circle immensely. And now I feel that motivation to go. Or if I don't feel motivation to go to church, I have someone to text and be like, you know, I just need you to help get me off the couch today so I can actually make it to to youth group. So yeah. <laughs> I just want to add too that switching churches is not a bad thing. And every time you switch a church, which you've switched churches more than I have, um, but I feel like you can learn from everyone that you go to. Like for our old church, um, and then when I went to your church and the worship, Like, worship is my way to be with God. It's my love language. It is my love (laughs) language with God. Like, we we are just praising together when I listen to worship. So when I went to your church and it was, like, it was amazing, I realized that maybe that's where this last church was lacking, was their worship was very... um, I don't know how to describe it. It just wasn't like underwhelming. The same. Yes, mm-hmm. underwhelming. And um I just I saw that in your church and that was I felt like God speaking to me like you need to find some place that you can connect with me in this way because I wasn't connecting with him during worship time at the old church. So I think that you just learn something new when you're quote unquote church shopping mm-hmm. coined by you. Yes, I it lo- is. And church I, shopping. <laughs> I love that. When you're church shopping, I feel like you can learn something about every church that you try. Like you learn things that you love. You learn things that maybe you don't love as much or um, 
like for me the worship like I I didn't know that that's what I needed but then when I went to your church and I had such an amazing time worshiping I knew that that's what I wanted in the church that we were eventually going to go to was that I could have that connection with God during the worship time yeah um so I think you know every church that you try you'll learn something just I mean help you it's no different than anything else in life like if you don't like your doctor you figure out why you don't like that doctor and then you go find somebody else and then you know not to look for that thing before in this new person or if you don't like even if you're house hunting if you don't like certain things about the house that you're leaving you're going to make sure that quality or characteristic isn't in the new house and it should be the same for church like yeah we yes god like church is every single day of our lives like jesus made it so that church was no longer in a building it was within us and it was with him who is within us so it's not necessarily like we only get to talk to god during those moments of worship but some people connect with god during worship me and you are one of like are two of those people that i feel the presence of god the most when i'm worshiping yeah in music and when i can like sing praises to him Mm -hmm. not very well but you know that's besides the point it doesn't matter he listens to the heart yes he doesn't (laughs) he he does not judge yes based off of our singing voice yes and maybe maybe there's a church that someone goes to where the music isn't that great but the the preacher can preach yeah and that's that's great too but like you know for this conversation like with us like listening to music is just how i just connect with god like full body chills type thing you know what i mean yeah and for a visual for those who don't know what it's like at my church there's fog machines it's like basically being at a concert yes there's every sunday concert every sunday concert exactly you're with your friends you've got your coffee everybody everybody there has their hands up and praise and it's just you know, I I think I had told you before I saw this thing on Facebook that said when people, you know, say, oh, praise wasn't great today because I didn't feel connected to God. Well, like praise isn't for you. It's for God. Mm-hmm. But like if you're really not comfortable in the setting that you're in or if you if you're too focused on, you know, if you're having drama in your church or something like between um, you and other people like that's going to take you out of the moment of praising God. I don't care if you're praising him with music or if you're reading your Bible like if you're not comfortable where you're at, chances are it's going to like, it's going to hinder the way that you connect with God. Just like with anything else. Like if you're super stressed, sometimes the first thing I do is not think about like my Bible. Sometimes I'm just, I just want to get out of the stressful situation. And you know, that's, I mean, that's hard to do when you're like, when your anxiety is super high, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like I was never a person that put their hands up during worship time. Like, at the old church like there were just a few a few people who put their hands up and I would always look at them like ooh yikes <laughs> but now <laughs> I go to this church and I'm like my hands are above my head yikes. every second of every song I'm just and I think I look at worship differently now because I I remember the first time I ever went to the vineyard the church I'm going to now I was closing my eyes with my hands up, just worshiping. I opened them, and like everyone around me, everyone at your church or my church, well, both. But this experience was at my church. Um, But I opened my eyes, and everybody around me's hands were up, and I just felt like God was in the room. When you find a church where you have that, like God's presence is all around you. It's a, it's a whole new 
like goosebumps. Mm -hmm. Full body chills. Full body (laughs) chills. So that's when I knew I'm like, wow, if I can get this experience every Sunday, I'm in the right place. Yeah. And like when you get that every Sunday in the physical church building, you, I feel like you call on that. Yeah, Yeah. You can like help yourself learn how to make that moment repeat itself throughout the week. Like, yes, we are having these full body chill moments in church, but that has helped me realize that I can have that full body chills moment wherever. Yeah. When sometimes if you're in a church that you're not super happy with for whether it's, you know, it doesn't have to be like a negative environment. It's just, you know, maybe God is just calling you into a different, Mm -hmm. different space. Like I've learned so much more by transitioning from church to church. Just like you said, like I learned different things from different people in different places. And then I've, you know, the seasons that I've been in when I went to certain churches mattered as well. So it just, you learn how to bring that intense God moment into like every type of worship, Mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, sitting at your kitchen table, Bible studying, or you're singing in your car, Mm -hmm. you just like, I don't know. It's, it's just like a crazy, crazy feeling. And I, I felt the same way when I first started going to my church where like, I saw people my age and I'd never been at church with people my age before. Yeah, me too. Raising their hands and they're on their knees with their hands raised and they're like dancing. And I've just never had that before. And it teaches you. It's like you learn from other people. You know what I mean? It's like when you're a child in your faith, you're more open to learning from other people. And I've learned so much from people that are younger than me. You know, I told you that at brunch, like there was someone who's 19 who puts his hands on people and prays for them. And I was like, I would never, uh, you would not catch me dead like doing that. But now I'm like 19 years old, 19 years old. It's crazy. But watching him at such a young age do that, do that for people and minister over people, that makes me more confident. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, the type of people you surround yourself with matter so much to your faith and like whether it's at church or not, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, so I think we kind of talked about this a few minutes ago, but when we decided to, that it was time to actually make the move and go look for a new church, what specifically was God putting on your heart to look for? Like, was it something physical? Was it a feeling? Was it, you know, we talked about fellowship. Like, what were you, what were like your non negotiables with church? So, um, definitely worship, like we just talked about. When we eventually found a church, worship was gonna be a non negotiable for me. I wanted to be able to feel God's presence in the room through worship. I wanted to be able to connect myself to God through worship and. When I found a church that allowed me to do that, that was that was going to be a top contender. Um, but then another thing, like you like you just said, was fellowship. That was that was the one thing that I've been praying for for a long time, um, for like years. I've been praying ever since I was saved. I've been praying for fellowship and a group of people who just love Jesus as much as I do and then God brought you into my life and it was just a start to um answered prayers and I think he had us meet at like the 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 perfect perfect time time in both of our journeys like we needed each other like he did all this heart work in us on our own and then all of a sudden it was time to like do it together yeah you know 
And I feel like we've both grown so much since we met each other. Mm-hmm. And we're both like, we both go to small groups now. Mm-hmm. Like, what? <laughs> Did we ever think a year ago That's that that was going to happen? Yeah, we were each other's small group. Yeah, we were. <laughs> we were like, time. all right, best friend, best friend. <laughs> yeah. Okay, got Did it. Did we just become best friends? Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was just, that was a big, big thing. And I've been praying for it for a very long time. Was just someplace... Um, where I could have that fellowship. And I had fellowship fellowship at my old church, Ben's church, um, but it was more of an older group, like um, 30s, 40s. And I just, I wanted people my age. I wanted people who had just gotten married and people who were in the same um, like stage of life that we were in. Um, And we were just missing that um, at the old church. So that's one thing that I was looking for was just people, a group of people my age to talk about Jesus with. And I've been praying for that for a while. And I found it at this church. And I am just so grateful, so blessed. I thank God every day that, you know, I am where I am and it took a lot of prayer. Like I have been waiting for this for years and I feel like we could have a whole episode on just how to pray yeah. for friendships. And I know some people, um, some guests on the podcast when we talked about friendships, like I asked them how they specifically pray for friends, but I really think there is a special way to go to God about fellowship and you can actually pray over scripture because there's so much about fellowshipping and and friendship in the bible and things like that and like i was like you where i just i was praying for it constantly yeah you know yeah and not not just fellowship in and of itself but also just for growth like i felt like i wasn't growing at the church i was at before like from when i was first saved i've grown i had grown so much but i felt like I was stagnant and I started getting stagnant and I started getting to the point where I was like, um, oh, I'm, I'm kind of tired today. I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if I want to go to church today. And you never want to get to that point. You Mm want to go to, you want to go to church and you want to, um, be excited to have that experience and excited to spend that time with God. And I just felt like I was at a point where, I made excuses and I didn't like where I was and um, that's when I I kind of felt like it was time to look for something else. Mm-hmm. But. I think it's absolutely in God's character to push us outside of our comfort zones and like we weren't meant to be. I mean, anybody in the Bible wasn't in one place their entire lives. Like they were mm-hmm. traveling across you know deserts to to experience new things and to help other people experience god in new ways that they had been before i mean just the old law and the new law like jesus was challenging them to to live life in a way that was like completely insane to them and i think to some of us when we're really comfortable in church and again this isn't an episode to tell you to like uproot your life and find a new church it's just maybe look at what your church like how your church is influencing your faith right now Mm -hmm. and is it good is it bad like what needs to change is there something that you can maybe start in your church like are you the person that god is calling to start those small groups um 
But I think that every time God has asked me to step out of my comfort zone, and sometimes that was leave the church and go somewhere else because obviously I didn't live far. I don't live far from the church Johnny and I started going to. It's like 20, 30 minutes, maybe like 25 minutes. And that's drivable, you know, if I really yeah. wanted to go. But yeah. at the same time, I think a part of me was like, I just wasn't getting much out of it. I think everybody has a place and like the churches that we like, other people might not like. I know that for sure. Our, oh, both yeah. of our churches, like I said, they're loud. They, they're concert-like, and I love that. And, like, some people might not like that, and that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, like, it's okay that God is going to ask us to be a little wild and crazy to yeah. other people because God is going to sometimes call us to do things that don't make sense to other people, but it doesn't, like, that doesn't matter. What matters is that we're obeying him at the end yeah. of the day. And I know a lot of people who have left the church for any number of reasons, just because God is calling them to go minister to other people or, you know, just your time there. You've done what you needed to do mm-hmm. in the church that you're at, and now it's time to go make an influence somewhere, somewhere else, else, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. So when um, when we were all, well, all, I mean, me, Ben, you, and Johnny, but we were doing yes. this at different times. Yeah. Um, when you convince Ben to leave the church and yeah. to leave the church that you're at yeah. and maybe consider just church shopping around um, and you finally pinpointed a place to go. What was the feelings that you had like maybe when you first started reaching out to them to ask questions um, and then to the like all the way fast forward to the point where you're pulling into the parking lot and this is like your first day at church. Like what were your feelings going to this church for the first time um there was a it was bittersweet there was a lot of anxiety for sure i was worried that you know maybe ben wouldn't like the church maybe it would be something that i loved but ben didn't and then that would have to be something that we would you know have to navigate um but then there was also a lot of hope and a lot of um just excitement of we're here i feel like i am obeying god and i'm excited for what he has in store for me um so when i was reaching out to people it was definitely nerve-wracking i was worried i had all different kinds of anxieties but you know that's just me what's new (laughs) um i was worried that they weren't gonna respond to me or that I don't, I don't even know. I don't. The cool thing is, is that I think you and Ben came to my church before you went church shopping. Yes. So before you even found the church that you're at now, he actually got to experience yes. my church, which is very similar to your church. Yeah. So like that worked in your favor. <laughs> exactly. That was like point for Megan. Yes. Um. But yeah, I, I don't know. I just looking for churches just because I knew what your church was like. I feel like I had really high expectations. And so I was nervous that I wouldn't be able to find a church like yours here or in Cincinnati. Um, But pulling in the first day, I was really nervous. I was like, I don't know. And with COVID, there were a lot of churches that started doing sermons online. So that helped a lot in finding a church as well. Um, especially for the worship part. You because, got to like taste test a yes, little bit. Yes, yeah. I got to taste test and looking online and finding different churches 
whose visions leveled up with Ben and I's and that's always the first thing to look at is what's the church vision, what do they believe in, all that kind of stuff. Because if you read all that stuff and you find red flags, I mean, there's no, you know, there's no point in really even looking because you want to find a church where, you know, your morals <clears throat> fit with theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we we narrowed down some and watched sermons and the vineyard was actually the first church that we actually went to in person um but yeah pulling in the first day it was really nerve-wracking but literally even before we stepped in the front door there were people greeting us um in the parking lot like people who didn't even know us who were being so kind to us who open the door for us um yeah it was just (laughs) it was just so sweet and welcoming and i felt like i'd been going to that church for three years because they were just oh good morning oh hi good morning how's your day all that kind of stuff and it was just it felt like we belong so yeah yeah so before we even listened to like one song before we even heard a word of the sermon we already felt like we were home yeah um which is so so important um yeah like my first like few minutes in my church and i was like you like i the um living word was the first church that i went to up here Mm -hmm. um and a guy came up to me from like the he's one of the greeters and he just talked to me about like wanted to know about johnny and you know he wasn't there because he had drill weekend and everything so i was just telling him about that and like so many people wanted to to get to know me and stuff and i feel like again this isn't like a pod like an episode to convince you to go to a big church but i think some people see a big church and they don't even try it because and big is relative like what you think is big is yeah. i don't mean like a mecca church i'm for us i don't know how many people go to your church i think we're i mean definitely in the thousands but not it doesn't seem like it's that many people yeah you know? i think our churches are pretty similar yeah. in size but if you're used to a small church like we were used to where you know i don't know there's probably maybe like 50 yeah, maybe 75 me, it was like six rows of chairs yeah i started out yeah so So these churches seem huge to us because we've never you know experienced this before yeah but Um, i think some people just stay away from those churches because they think that you're that they'll just get lost or they're just another face in the crowd but the right church whether it's big or small they genuinely care about you and they want to know you and they want you to be a part of the church they don't want you to just come on Sundays and then they don't talk to you or see you like they want to be involved in your life and they want you to like find a place and find a home in this like earthly you know kingdom like uh environment you know where you can learn from other people about God and everything and like I was me and you both did um uh what do you call it like youtube church or whatever yeah um, virtual church yeah yes (laughs) Um, church online church yes online church and um (laughs) eventually that just became like you got that stagnant feeling where it was mm-hmm. like i'm just at first i was growing a lot because it was a church i had never been to before like quote a church i had never been to before yeah. and then eventually i was really missing that experience and big churches normally have bigger budgets which means that their music is better and they have money to actually do 
things outside of church. Like our church has a thing called the Hope Truck, which is a food truck that goes and serves the um, um, the homeless people downtown. And so, yeah. like, to me, that mattered. Like, seeing that the church was actually using um, tithing money to make an impact in the community, that was a big, like, moral thing for me. And I really loved yeah. that. So, um, uh, did you end up, like, at what point did you ask the church if they had small groups? So that was a really big step for me. Um, I was really nervous, you know, about going to the church in general because it was new. I didn't know what was what was in store for me. Um, but I think knowing what I wanted going into a new church, knowing that I wanted that fellowship, I needed to kind of step out of my comfort zone and um, reach out to people. So probably, I don't know, it took me a couple weeks and a couple weeks of just going and feeling out the church before I really um, uh, reached out. But I think either the second or the third week, there's like a like a I'm new here station, which mm-hmm. I know there's one at your church yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you I got free coffee. <laughs> yes, I did get free coffee at your church. It was amazing. Um, but there was a I'm new here stand, and I put in my information, and not even like two or three days later, I got a phone call from this lady, and I don't know what I don't know what her role is, but she called me and I'm one of those people where if I don't know the number not gonna answer it (laughs) yes so she left me this super sweet voicemail and she um her name is Wendy she was just like hi this is Wendy I'm from Vineyard I saw that you're that you um attended our last um our last Sunday um just wanted to reach out and let you know that you know I'm here if you have any questions if you want to learn about any groups or opportunities or anything and it was just so welcoming like she just left me this sweet voicemail I did call her back and I had like an hour-long conversation about like my testimony she told me about her testimony she told me yeah about um, the groups at church because I told her what I was looking for I told her I was looking for fellowship and people my age and she pointed me towards the youth groups and the young adult groups um and again it took me a couple weeks to i can only do so much reaching out i have (laughs) i have social anxiety out the wazoo but i finally did reach out peopled out real quick I get peopled out real quick. As much as I pray for people, sometimes it's a little too much. <laughs> That's exactly I'm, how I am too. I'm gonna be honest. This is candid. I'm like, faith. we're like um. God. <laughs> we're like God. Send people in my life, and then and then they he come, does, and, and we're, we're like, like, wait, Ugh. what? <laughs> but it's fine. It has all worked out. Um, I am very happy where I am. But um, just a couple weeks ago was when I had reached out and then I had like three people email me one was for um like the mixed uh young adult group where it's men and women and then another one was like a general this is what our groups are and then the third one was this girl who was the leader of a young adult women's group and um 
I knew that that I definitely wanted the women's group because I I saw how our relationship has helped me grow so immensely to where being surrounded by women and being in this women's group, I knew that that's where I needed to be. And so plus I was I remember my first couple times going to youth group or um small groups at my church and I was like I need you to come to this like on Tuesdays and I need you to come on Thursdays and like you're gonna love it and it's like changed me so much and so like it's like I looked for a church and then you did and then like I figured out there were small groups and then like you found a church that that finally had small groups and I got to be like this is seriously gonna change your life like you got to read my text messages about like how influential these women were and i was like if you're not going to come to my church you need you to need find, to find your own okay yes. because it's, it's crazy like yeah. how much like you learn from people and if you compare exactly. it to like if you're just going to sit like let's say like on just on the couch all day like you're not learning anything you're, or not yeah. all day maybe just like for months at a time like you're just not getting out of your box and um like your comfort zone and you're not like growing in any way and then all of a sudden you, like god is just pouring water and sunshine on your life and just fish and loafing the people that are going to be there to support you and that you can learn from and be like really really good friends with yeah 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 and then i i reached out to her name was emma she was the leader of the women's group and then she like texted me she called me like she just was like a best friend that I had just met like it's it was like we had known each other for forever like again she told me about her testimony I told her about mine like we clicked so fast and um she invited me to the women's group that was that Tuesday and the women's group that I go to we um one of the women um picks out a podcast and we all listen to it and then we talk about it um at bible study on tuesdays so she sent me the the podcast she sent me the address uh, of the house that we were going to go to and i went and it was just like life-changing like it was like that i just want to say to the (laughs) listeners how many text messages I got from Megan saying I can't do this? I know I can't go. I was like, and I'm like, I'm Megan, about to you're up. going. <laughs> I was like, I'm throwing up like, in my mouth. No, Megan, you're going. You're going. Like you were so nervous, and like I, I was really nervous to go to somebody. I just recently started going to somebody's house, and she lives right like in the neighborhood behind me, and I didn't know that until I took the chance to actually go talk to her. So I didn't even know that you know she was in my same neighborhood and everything, but like I was really nervous to go to somebody's house too, yeah. and I I feel like no matter what small group you're going to, um, people have been going there longer than you have, and so they're the ones that are going to create the connections, and then you're coming in in the middle. You're like coming in the middle of an episode, yeah. Basically, you know, like we're like coming. You're the character coming in in the middle of a movie yeah. when everybody else already knows each other and they've already established those friendships. So like that can be nerve wracking. But, like, the right people in the right places are going to just, like, welcome you into their social circle. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's what I loved most about that night that I went the first time. I felt so nervous. And, oh, my gosh. I didn't know whether to dress up or dress down. I was, like, so... Oh, my gosh. It was such a traumatic time. But it turned out beautiful. Um, I just was... I was so nervous. I'm like, these are all a group of friends. They've known each other. 
I'm going to be new. No one's going to talk to me. I just had all this anxiety. But then I trusted God. I trusted his plan. I knew that what he had in store for me was going to be was going to be good and worth it. So I went and they were all so nice. Like they all asked me about my life. They weren't even talking to each other. Like they were all just talking to me and listening to me. <laughs> and I was like, what? What is this? This is not what I expected. Like they were asking me deep questions, like not just, oh, hey, you know, what? where do you live? Like, I don't know. They were asking me about um, my testimony and what, what, I've learned, um, and I don't know, it was just so amazing and nothing like what I thought it would be. Like, I yeah. I was really nervous, and whenever I do new things, I always do new things with Ben. Like, I've, mm-hmm. I have not, I definitely got my courage from you <laughs> when it comes to doing things by myself. I was, I'm not that nervous when I do new things with Ben, because he's my anchor, like, he is my and I'm like cutting that rope man yeah, I'm like get I'm out like, there and do it on your own girl I <laughs> yes but that was a that was a hard thing for me was just doing it by myself because I didn't have anybody to kind of lean on um but it ended up being amazing and yeah. these women are so important in my life already I just I'm so happy that I took that leap of faith and my step was probably harder than most people's just because I have a lot of anxiety when it comes to new things and um, stuff like that. But it was definitely worth it. Yeah. Well, I think like people listening who also identify with that anxiety of meeting new people and doing new things, the fact that you did trust God mm-hmm. in that moment where you probably would have backed out if you hadn't had like me supporting like literally shoving you out of the yes, bird's nest i would have like <laughs> sh- car u-turn <laughs> no. out of that neighborhood if it wasn't <laughs> yes if it wasn't like but again it even goes further back because i was also nervous to do those things like yeah. i'm a little bit more willing to go do new things for the sake of just doing new things but yeah. like i had i had really bad anxiety about it too because you just never know what you're like coming in on yeah um and we like if it, like if it hadn't been for God also encouraging you to do those things, you would have still been in that cycle and of believing your anxiety, believing that the anxiety means that something really bad is going to happen, and that's not necessarily the case. Um, like now that you've gone through that experience, when something else new presents itself, you'll be like, you know what? Last time I was really nervous about this, and I did it anyway, and now I have like a hundred new friends. And I have, I've grown so much in my faith. And so why should I believe that my, it's not that your anxiety is invalid. Like, you know, pray over it, sit with it, whatever you need to do. But it's like, it shouldn't stop you from, because like, think of all the experiences that you would have missed out on, even just in the past week or two that you've started going to the life group or the the small groups and things Mm -hmm. like that, you know? And I think about that too. Like I said, God, for both of us, fish and loathed like women, and just friendships in general in our life through um through god like through our faith and everything like we would have never met had it not been for like the facebook group and everything yeah that, like breaks my heart sometimes it's like I if know. that had never been created we, we would have never met and so yeah. you know 
I don't know if some people from that group listen to this podcast or not, but that Facebook group is no longer up anymore. Yeah. I guess like I got my best friend. I hope other people got, you know, good friends and good influences from that group. But yeah. I'm glad I got you out of that. Yeah. Um, me too. <laughs> Stop being a baby I, <laughs> My soul friend. Yes. Um, but like, you know, if we, if both of us would have listened to our anxiety and let it convince us that, it just wasn't worth it or it was too scary or you know we're too we're coming in at a late time or whatever like we would have never met the people that we've met now and I just think that's a really good thing to put out there for listeners who are afraid to leave their church or even start a small group in their church if they're nervous about what people will think or if people will think that they're unqualified to do that or something like that like that's literally just that's nonsense like that's not yeah. like fear is not of God um anxiety is not of God and you just have to keep like pushing through because on the other side of your anxiety or your worry is like all of God's abundance for you and you just have no idea what that's going to look like and that's honestly the best part (laughs) yeah and I I found it so cool the podcast that of the first time that I went was called don't let the enemy have a seat at your table oh well there you go and i was like <laughs> god i, I felt so convicted i was yes. like oh my gosh so but funny. it was so amazing because god knew what i needed and he knew what i needed before i even knew what i needed so yeah. it was just amazing hearing like women around me talking about times in their lives where they've let the enemy sit at their table and how they combated that and how they um their experiences with that and it was a it was actually a really vulnerable bible study and i was so blessed that that was my first one with them because we were able to grow so much closer through a podcast like it was it was just god reminding me that you know what other people have your experiences too and um you just learn from them and i learned a lot from that night um i actually dove into scripture right after the bible study like we talked about so much scripture and um ways to combat the enemy trying to sit at your table and it was just it was an amazing amazing thing you feel like you're not um prepared and you feel like your anxiety is too much or your fear is too much but you know you take that leap of faith and it's so so worth it yeah i like how god gave you that confirmation that you are in the right place yeah. you know and like god yeah. has done that for both of us so many times like i know um for like us moving into the house that we're in now for example like we weren't sure if we were like obviously we love the house mm-hmm. but you know with COVID everything was just so crazy and we weren't sure if we were rushing into buying a house and everything but we did we took the leap and I was like I still you know to this day I'm like did we make the right choice like should we continued saving should we have whatever chosen somewhere closer to to my family but we would have never found the church that I'm at now because I would have never looked here and then only to find um find out that a woman at my church who is now like a mentor to me lives behind our house like everything just kind of fit into place at the right time and I think I was either writing about this in like the draft of my book or I was journaling about it I don't remember which one but I remember like telling God about how grateful I was for his timing because when I was praying for friendships a couple years ago 
I got you. And like I said, we both came into each other's lives at like this perfect time where we both needed it to like mm-hmm. continue to help us grow and like get to where we are now. Yeah. Um, but then we were both praying for like local friends, like, or friends in the church and things like that. Um, or just more friends in general, just to like keep that, keep our faith growing and in a really good spot. Um, and I think if I had met the friends that I met at my church now, earlier i don't think my heart would have been prepared to accept that friendship yeah especially because i didn't know that johnny was gonna be gone for six months i didn't know i was gonna be alone i didn't know i was gonna deal with all this stuff i've been dealing with in this season of my life and i think if i had met anybody else besides you and the people at my church i don't think i would have gotten the support that i truly needed yeah because like I was telling you earlier, you and like five people from my church who just had met me were texting me the day Johnny left asking if I was okay. And then I went to youth group that night and I was received with hugs. And when I needed to cry, I cried and everything. And I just, I don't know. I think if I had met friends earlier than I, than I did, it would have been on my time, but not on God's time. And so it all just kind of like worked out perfect. But, but yeah. Yeah. I think it's cool to look back on your life and see those leaps of faith that you did take and see how much it's changed your life when in the time you know I'm gonna look back at this past couple weeks Tuesday that I went to that first Bible study and how scared I was and the leap of faith that I took I'm gonna look back at that like years from now and be like I'm so blessed that I took that leap of faith and I feel like that happens a lot in your life where you look back and you're like wow God was really moving during the, that time the really awesome thing is, is that eventually another new person is going to come to your youth group yeah and you're going to be that person to welcome them because yeah. i've been that way already i've only been going to my youth group since november and i've already welcomed i've already oh wait what am i trying to say here words are hard yeah i have fine. already been the person to welcome new people in and i haven't even been going there for you know a year yet and it's just going to be like you'll get to tell them your experience you know coming here for the first time coming to your small group for the first time or even going to your church for the first time and that'll just you know that could be the difference between them coming to church at all or you know just not doing that anymore yeah and it's crazy yeah. i know <laughs> oh i'm just so happy so for okay this is our last question and it kind of is like the action item it's like us calling listeners who feel like it's time to make a change in their church whether it's in the church that they're in or it it is to go and find a new church where do you suggest starting so like i know we talked about like the feelings we had so like let's say someone listening already has that feeling that they want to make a change in their current church or they want to go find a new church like where do they start? Because I know for me, I started on Google. That's all I did was I That's what up. I did too. <laughs> I literally looked up. I'm like, okay, what do I want? What I knew maybe a place to start was like non-denominational because I knew those churches were usually bigger. So I looked non-denominational churches near me. Search. Search. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I just looked at the results. Obviously, there was like thousands um but i looked at a bunch of churches i looked at their missions and values like i said before um wrote down the ones that really spoke to me it was like a cutting process 
I'm like thinking yeah. sorority now. Like right. I'm like I'm like all right, there were yes, these, and then yes. there was the next round, the rounds. Yeah. Yes. Um, but then and it like was time to bid. Yes. So after I found a couple that I figured, um, you know, had the same um, values as I did, I started watching sermons. I started watching um, worship, worship times, um, and then had a couple like I had like three I think um that we were gonna go to and like I said the vineyard was the first one we tried and we loved it Mm -hmm. so yeah I think it's it's a process for sure you're not just gonna like well maybe I don't know maybe that's what God has in store for you just wing it Yeah, yeah but um yeah I I did a lot of research because I knew that I wanted this to be our church. I didn't want to um, just, I for me, just winging it gives me anxiety. <laughs> so for you, it might be different. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just, I just took it slow. I didn't push things. I knew I prayed a lot. Um, I prayed that um, I always pray in the parking lot. Yes. Before I go into a church, like a new church, I always prayed. Yes. That I, God would let me know if this was the place or not. Yes, exactly. And that's what I did for the vineyard. Like I said, I didn't have um, any other choices in person. Like vineyard was the first one, one and done. Um, but I prayed a lot through the process. And I prayed that if it wasn't the right church, that God would speak to me and just say, you know what, like, this is not the one. Um, I pray I, again. I prayed for fellowship. Like I prayed for all the things that I thought I needed. I prayed that God would open my eyes to things that maybe I didn't know I needed. Um, it it was definitely a process. It was not mm-hmm. something that just happened overnight. That I'm like, all right, this is going to be our new church. Like I feel like yeah. there's a lot of different angles that you can go to to find the right one I think in hindsight if I was to ever like if we moved somewhere and we did have to find a new church I think the thing that I would do now after church shopping for so many years is to have a list of questions to ask either somebody on the phone you know like me and you both had somebody call us Mm -hmm. or I called them and they answered and then I talked to somebody that way um or if you find somebody like my church has a little like welcome desk and you yeah, can walk up there too. and just ask questions and stuff mm-hmm. is I would go prepared with a list of questions like first of all what time is service but like do you have two you have one or two services what are their times do you have small groups um, are there opportunities to create small groups if that's like if you feel called to be a leader in that way what do you do outside of the church for, yeah. like i said for me i care a lot about how my church impacts the community mm-hmm. so like what do you do to make a difference in the community and can i volunteer just like whatever whatever meet like matters to you um in a church write those questions down and ask because you don't want to get like i mean it's fine if you do but like let's say that you start going to a church and you don't ask those questions and then like things are going really well for the first couple of months but then all of a sudden you're back to feeling empty again because you didn't ask if they had small groups or yeah. you didn't ask if they had um volunteer opportunities and then all of a sudden you're back on the market again church shopping you know yeah it's so, nice knowing those things going in and yeah. knowing that you have like for me when i talked to wendy on the phone the person the first person i wanted to make sure that that's what I needed like I asked her about the small groups and 
she told me about, you know, like everything, like all the basic stuff. So I knew that in the future, that's what, that's where I was going to end up. It didn't mm-hmm. need to be right then and there. Like just because, you know, you want small groups and you know, the church has them. That doesn't mean like the day you get there, you're like, all right, I'm joining a small group mm-hmm. today. You know, like you can feel out the church first, like I did and make sure that this is where you want to stay. And then, yeah, um, I did go a little bit fast, faster in my mm-hmm. church because Johnny was leaving so soon. And I yeah. knew I needed that community like ASAP. So yeah. I went to church for the first time on a Sunday, obviously. And then that next Tuesday, I was at a small group because I knew I needed to create those connections for the support group that I was about to desperately need. So, you know, whether like no matter if you want to take it super slow or you do just want to dive in, I just just learning about your church in general is going to help you figure out like where to step and how to get involved and things like that. And every church has a different level of involvement. Like there are mm-hmm. some people who just, who do just go to church on Sundays and like, that's okay. Yeah. There's other people like friends of mine in my youth group, they're at church like 6am on Sunday until like freaking 4pm that yeah. same day, you know, like they're yeah. there all day. They're there throughout the week and everything. And that's okay too. You know? Yeah. And like my church has um, like a whole different building, a, the healing center. Mm-hmm. And that's their, outreach like that's we have serve saturdays where we um go like out in the community but they also have that healing center where um they do a whole bunch of stuff they have stuff for like child care they have stuff for just basic like medical care Mm -hmm. um and have the uh the dream center yeah yeah oh yeah, (laughs) yeah yeah um but that's another opportunity I'd like to do someday but you know one thing at a time small groups right now yes healing center in the future um but I think just learning about that stuff too like when I I'm a nurse so when I heard that they had that healing center I was like wow that'll be a really cool volunteering opportunity for me um so that was another thing that kind of led me to this church as well was that they had that and just learning about all the different opportunities that the church can give is yeah a lot. And we were talking about that earlier too, where like the specific time that you show up somewhere is the time that God needs you to be there. So mm-hmm. like because you want to get involved in the healing center and because you're a nurse, like obviously those two things make so much sense. Yeah. Like God could be bringing somebody in your path that really needed you. And if you had waited to find like to go church shopping and you had listened to your anxiety and like didn't say anything to Ben that that was on your heart, like you might've missed an opportunity to like minister to somebody and you don't even know like yeah. what that's going to look like yet. And I know that's happened for me too, where if I had waited to church shop a little bit longer then I wouldn't have met like, you know, such and such people to like speak to them and just influence them in like a great way, you know? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you have any final words for our listeners on church shopping, community, fellowship, just anything? Um, I think my biggest thing is if you feel like God is speaking to you, that you, you know, you are stagnant and you need something new, just obey. I know it's really hard and, Especially like in my case where it was Ben's church. He had been there his whole entire life. Um, I think just being obedient and kind of giving giving Jesus the wheel mm-hmm. is just something that you can really benefit from. And it seems scary at first, but um, 
Church shopping is fun as well. You know, it you, is fun. You learn something new every every place you go. Um, you kind of get to learn about your community too, and get yeah. to learn like you know what's out there in your own community and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I love church shopping. Honestly, yeah, it's, a, it's fun. <laughs> and then when you find your church, it's like a whole new experience. The fun just keeps, <laughs> yeah, keeps going. <laughs> yes, and it's just like you look back and you're like, I'm so glad that I was obedient and being obedient is not easy i mean it took a lot of prayers it took a lot of conversations like i said with ben um but if you feel like god is speaking to you just just go with it it'll it'll be worth it in the end ditto Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) and some collapse collapse and mic drop (laughs) yes well, thank you for coming back on the podcast. I love yeah. that you were on the first one, and I love that you're back on it again. And it's always such a pleasure. Yeah, it was fun to be face to face this time. Yes, because Lord knows the audio last time was not. It's okay. Hard. It was the first episode. That was my bad with my <laughs> no. headphones. No, and the, every you know. single like I said, every episode, every season. Yeah, the the show gets better, and it's just a learning process. You yes. know, I'm not a. I'm what do they call those? A recorder. A, uh, a Girl, journalist. I don't know. Uh, I don't know where you're going with that. But I'm not a professional yes, podcaster. It's always an honor to be on the show. I'm so, it, I'm just so blessed to be able to see it grow and it's becoming a beautiful, beautiful yes. thing. Yes. Yes. Praise God. Yes. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us on this episode today. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. I have never said this at the end of an episode before, but I feel very strongly about this. So if you are struggling to find a church, I don't care if you are in a different state than me, please reach out to me and I would love to help you locate a church in your area. God has done so much for me in my experiences going from church to church, trying to find the quote, the one uh, for me to, to spend my time at and to grow in my faith at. And I would love to help you find that as well. Before you go, don't forget to subscribe to the show. That way you never miss an episode. And if you could please take a few quick minutes just to leave an honest rating and review on the show. I absolutely love hearing everybody's thoughts and opinions on Candid Faith. It makes my heart so happy. And if you are interested in supporting Candid Faith and myself, there is a link in my show notes called Buy Me a Coffee. It is a quick and inexpensive way to support all that I do here on Candid Faith. Remember that I release episodes every Friday. However, we are getting close to the end of season three. And so that means that this episode plus one more will be the end of season three. So that means that there will be a short pause in Candid Faith recording. And that makes me so sad. I get so sad when I have to take breaks from recording for the podcast. But that just means that I get to pray over the future of the podcast and work on finding new guests uh, to bring on the show. With all that being said, I can't wait to release next Friday's episode. So I will see you then. Bye for now.